thank you so much harshita for joining me in this conversation uh, harshita thank you so much is, for uh, inviting yeah you're most welcome uh, harshita is one of the really 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 cool and creative writers i follow and she is one of the most active uh, person who talks about uh, mental health and mm-hmm. i talk a lot about mental health on my in my writings and uh, i just thought that okay why not have a conversation so uh, how are you doing today yeah i am doing much better like yeah what about you doing well uh, do i call you harshita or do i call you dr harshita please 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 call me harshita only i'm not a doctor i'm just a dentist so yeah just a dentist okay <laughs> i am a periodontist to be specific but uh, i I prefer not to choose this prefix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so let's start with a little. Uh, I get. I guess eccentric uh, topic for the conversation. How do you deal with dentist mm-hmm. jokes? Yeah, I take them like properly. Like I like dentist jokes. I make jokes about dentist, so I am open with that. So. Okay. Uh, so uh, tell us. a little bit you know just to get in the context of talking about mental health basic introduction yeah my basic introduction sure sure okay so uh tk i'm a dentist by profession periodontist to be specific and the only way i am connected to the field of mental health because i have you know i have been a patient so yeah it's been 3 to 4 years now since you know i have been facing issues of anxiety and depression so that is how you know i know a bit about this field and and i would love to you know talk about it today so yeah that's it right. i am not a professional obviously so yeah this is a disclaimer mm-hmm. i guess we would put out that uh, you don't have uh, i don't have any professional degree ha huh. i can just you know uh, tell my views uh, on the basis of my experience and uh, people i interact with so that is the only source of knowledge i have so people should know about that good enough thank you for sharing that uh, so let's let's talk a little about uh, when did you first recognize that uh, you need mental health help see uh, it takes time i guess like it took me at least more than one year i was in denial because everything in my life is so good right i am having decent education and i have a great family i have friends i get attention easily like anything and everything that anyone wants i have it already right so there is not a single reason for me to feel low but this is how you know it does not work like even if you have everything you can feel this way and this is what i try to tell people you don't have to have a reason to you know feel bad so that is why because i had this perception for like since childhood that i need to have a reason just because i don't have a reason i can't be depressed or i can't feel this way but it did happen and it took me one year to accept the fact that something is wrong and i didn't know like what was wrong but i was just feeling low on a regular basis and i was you know having that urge to cry for no reason and uh, that anxiety attack sort of thing so yeah it after accepting now then i realized ki okay now it is a time i should you know go out and approach people to find help so yeah it is a long so, process yeah you know that was the whole point of having these kind of conversations 
because just a couple of days back i invited my own therapist to come on you know this kind of interview uh, conversation yeah, yeah. and uh, i asked her her viewpoint being a professional you know being a certified qualified mm-hmm. professional at the same time i would want to you know i wanted to invite a few people who have gone through this and who are vocal about it again what mm-hmm. works for you might not work for me or yeah it's a very right? subjective thing actually right but nonetheless i would want to you know i wanted to ask you about your personal experiences because you it's you know again not a kind of zero or one binary thing but it's you know more of like uh, what are you feeling at the moment and how is it unique to you and if it's okay i'll, I'll share my experience the recent one i have had i, I don't yeah, know sure, if, uh, uh i don't know if we have uh, connected on linkedin and you must have seen this or not but uh, so what happened i had a really tough conversation that i needed to have with a really important person in my life okay and it was on somebody else's behalf but i was mm-hmm. really anxious to have it and for 3 days i had that anxiety does not anxiety mm-hmm. attack but anxiety so constant anxiety come, i i come from a bang, background of anxiety and anxiety attacks enough to know the difference you know and i knew in theory that i shouldn't be anxious it's okay what's the worst that's going to happen you know like again all that in theory part but somehow my body was not yet ready to accept the fact and even after i had the conversation for the next one and a half days i still had that anxiety in me and mm-hmm. during this these 3 days i gave like i guess five or six coaching sessions i wrote like seven or eight linkedin posts two out of them went viral i launched my uh, weekend workshop and i got 40 sign ups in that i did all of this while i was having anxiety issues so you know i am kind of a textbook example of high performing anxiety like i am highly functional but at the same time i hyper functional yeah right i still could mm-hmm. be having anxiety issues and it just you know gives me an idea that you cannot define uh, a, a, any word like like say anxiety by just looking at one person if i mm-hmm. you know like if you look at me during the anxiety time in the past week or 3 4 3 4 days you would say uh, anxiety might make you feel uncomfortable but you will still work 50 60% of your time of your you know energies but mm-hmm. i have had days when i just couldn't get up from bed yeah right right and that just makes me wonder you know how uh, a definition of anxiety could be limiting to you know one's characteristics i guess or one situation uh, how has been your uh, anxiety during the time and it's okay if you don't want to talk about it you can just let me know and we can skip the topic no uh, But- so yeah see the thing is ki when we talk about like anxiety or depression we have a particular image in our mind because of portrayal by bollywood or movies or books like somehow theek okay? hai so when we uh, assume that one person is depressed what we imagine is ki that person is sitting in a dark room theek okay? hai and uh, he or she has not taken shower for days and like he or she is just crying or that's it like if a person is in that state we consider that ki okay she or he is depressed but there are cases for example as you talked about hyperfunctional depression so it was in my case as well so when i was going through all this my routine was 7 am to 10 pm 
like i used to stay out of my house for straight 15 hours and i was active like in my college and i had a part time job at a clinic so i was managing everything despite having this issue so after 10 pm when i used to go home and i know that i have to wake up at 6 all i have is like 6 to 8 hours and out of those 6 to 8 hours i used to cry for 3 4 hours and sleep for 3 4 hours so that was my like routine for 3 years at least so yeah we don't have any particular thing or particular image ki just because you have this 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 that means you have anxiety or you have depression so it varies person to person there were days when even i could not wake up from the bed like i didn't want to go anywhere and you know i just wanted to sleep sleep for like 10 15 hours but it wasn't practically possible for me so <laughs> like we need to you know come out of this thing or image ki just because a person is having this he or she needs to look like this like uh, there is a term right uh, depression does not have a face so it is like the truth actually like you just cannot look at someone and tell if he or she is going through something because what how we look is up to us like it's up to me how i want to look in public or how what kind of image i want to portray uh, when i am you know among people but what is going through my mind wo sirf mujhe pata hai so i try what like it's up to me so i think we should stop pretending maybe and like like yeah. let's say if i am feeling anxious i uh, i look anxious like and i don't try to hide that anxiety and it actually helps me i just go and tell people ki i am feeling anxious today and i just don't know how to deal with this thing for example this zoom call thing so this thing is like you know it is not going to have it a major impact in my routine right but still since morning i was thinking about it ki what if all scenarios like what uh, if uh, i you know my network connection gets break or what if like uh, i get anxious and what if like somebody calls me during this conversation so you know yeah. it is not very regular thing like normal anxiety i think everyone has ki let's say you have an interview so you are supposed to feel anxious about it that is pretty normal but there is difference between general normal anxiety and generalized anxiety disorder sort of thing so i have like weird phobias you know like so that all comes under the category of uh, anxiety but theek hai i'm managing it pretty well so yeah congratulations for managing it pretty well uh, one thing one thing you mentioned about you know like uh, depression doesn't have a face so i actually yeah. have a couple of topics that we could uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from your uh, from your dialogue uh, but one thing i I don't know where I read it. Maybe some studies, or I I don't know the credible source of it. But let me just share and have your opinion on it. That uh, girls specifically, maybe from India or you know these conservative uh, like orthodox families, girls have a habit of pretending to be happy, or pretending Pret- to be you know like have a habit of pretending, like. Maybe putting maybe on a maybe they are maybe because they are taught because you are a woman you are supposed yeah. to be strong you cannot look weak the same way like men are not supposed to cry so even if a boy is feeling unwell or he is feeling low he does not express because this is what society expects him to be he he needs to be strong in that way you can say that women who are not comfortable and let's say someone is married or someone is you know a student so like they are taught like since. uh like forever that you have to look strong you have to take care of your family and like maybe that could be the reason 
but yeah women have higher predictability to this uh, mental health issues uh, but men that, don't express so that yeah. is another thing yeah according so to that, studies yeah that that also you know like gets me curious about how uh, depression and anxiety hit differently to different genders because you yeah. know if you belong to let's say uh, lgbt community it, it it is going to be a totally different thing right you are mm-hmm. totally you know like trying not trying but you don't fit in this box that society has put you like you have to have two genders you have to you know marry the opposite sex and all that stuff so lgbt community will have different mental health issues and and i interviewed uh, a, a tucker liberman he's uh, he identifies himself as a trans gay person so i asked him a lot of questions about you know mental health around lgbt people mm-hmm. but this makes me wonder how uh, anxiety and depression will be hitting differently to like typical man or typical women see there are more than social causes of any like mental health issues like let's say genetics ho gaya or hormonal issues yeah. so on th- that basis uh, studies which are being done so those studies conclude that women are more susceptible to mental health issues rather than men that's it because mm-hmm. societal condition it varies person to person so like i am not saying ki it's easy for men or it's easy for women but like it depends i think case to case like we cannot generalize this thing but according to studies on the biological level or genetic level it has been concluded that women are more susceptible to all these issues so i'll uh, give you a little bit elaboration on you know what i was asking about yeah so what i'm saying is uh, not you know like who out of women and men are more susceptible but i'm just saying how depression hits different to men and women for example when a man is in depression or anxiety they need to you know like according to society they need to provide for their family or when a mm-hmm. when a girl is in depression or anxiety she needs to you know put a smiling face because her family depends on her, you know her own charm charisma mm-hmm. have you seen this kind of a thing you know where the same uh, the same issue would impact different to different genders i think gender is specific role it's um because men i see i believe ki biologically uh, women are more susceptible than men okay but on the basis of social influence you can say social expectations men are equally depressed and uh, equally yeah. anxious and all those yeah. mental health issues they are facing the same rate but they don't open up because yeah. they believe it's like it's a taboo sort of thing na ki just because be a man we uh, tell this to people ki are you why are you crying be a man like men are not supposed to cry to wo sab cheez wahan pe hai so i don't think ki it's like it varies i guess case to case like we cannot generalize anything yeah yeah totally uh, okay uh, second thing is uh, again i i would want to ask you this personal question and i am going you know to give you disclaimer again and again at any point if you feel uncomfortable answering or talking yeah, about sure. something just let me know and we'll you know like skip this topic for at least this time maybe okay <laughs> so uh, uh there is most of the time or maybe some of the times difference between depression and anxiety a lot of people have both a lot of people have one and not the other uh, what was your case uh, in in this 
Did you have both? Let's talk about. नहीं या आई हैड बोथ आई हैड जनरलाइज्ड एंजाइटी डिसऑर्डर एंड डिप्रेशन एस वेल बोथ हैड डिफरेंट कंडीशंस लाइक इफ वी टॉक अबाउट मेंटल हेल्थ इश्यूज तो इट हैज अ लाइक लॉन्ग लिस्ट ऑफ डिजीजेस डिप्रेशन एंड एंजाइटी इज मोस्ट लाइक मोस्ट नोन यू कैन से like yeah. people have ocd people yeah. have bipolar disorder people have schizophrenia like it's a long list but yeah. in depression anxiety it's like thoda famous ho gaya hai so like i had uh, depression and anxiety uh, general yeah. anxiety disorder was diagnosed so i underwent treatment for the same and i am doing much better now like much much better so the point i am telling you this is because i want people to know that treatment is possible like it depends on you like you need to you know go for professional help because obviously let's say if i have fever so i know that if i go and see a physician like to he will prescribe me some medicines i'll have to take those medicines and uh, yeah and i'll get better right it's a course of yeah. three or four days like i need to be mentally prepared for that the same mm. way is for mental health conditions so if a person is suffering from something so they need to go and visit a doctor that is very like normal thing it should be a normal thing it is not but it should be a normal thing to you should you know to go and see a psychiatrist and uh, whatever that doctor or your therapist suggests you to do you should go ahead with that because that is the only way you can come out of it otherwise without putting efforts and you, if you just keep crying ki nothing is happening and i am feeling this way but at the same time you are not willing to put efforts so unless you you really want to get better like it won't happen so i think yeah. we need to destigmatize this thing uh, you know not visiting a psychiatrist the psychiatrist is a doctor right so if you can yeah. go to a physician if you can go to a cardiologist then why not a psychiatrist why do you need to hide it like I can't tell people that I'm seeing a psychiatrist. Come on, seriously. Yeah, uh, I guess it's a gradual step by step process because you know, like again, before coming out in public and vocalizing about that, you know what I have taken therapy. You need to be really comfortable in yourself, like saying to yourself. Yeah, that, you exactly. Know what, I'm okay. not saying that just go and try to convince yeah. people that you are doing the right thing. It's about you. Like let's say if I say that I went to therapy, so I am pretty much comfortable with that. That yeah, I went to therapy and I'm pretty proud of that. So I like flaunt it in a way. That see, even I could do that. So you should do that too. Like you know, yeah, because yeah. this is what happens when we see somebody else doing something. It inspires us to do that. That if she can do that, why can't I? so this is why being vocal about these things is pretty important because okay let's say if i am feeling better and i stop talking about the thing and i you know hide those four years somewhere and i never look back but what will you know it will do like if i can help someone by talking about those four years then why shouldn't i so i think yeah. being comfortable and vocal about it is very important even if people are going through it even if people have gone through it or people you know like are susceptible i i totally agree to that point and that's exactly how we normalize anything so i remember yeah. not remember yeah, but I, i you know like i have studied that uh, working woman was not a really good thing like 100 years ago <laughs> there so many things you know bit by bit we yeah. started having both genders in uh, you know corporate not, or even working see, field if we are talking about a topic let's say menstruation like let's yeah. say not 100 like let's go back 50 years okay abhi 2021 okay let's go back to 1970s so menstruation is the kind of topic like men were not included in 
women are supposed to talk about it and you are not supposed to enter the kitchen or you are not supposed to talk tell it to your father or your brother like you know it was a very secret mushy mushy thing like that's it yeah. you are having your periods but now things are much 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 better like people like like i openly tell you know my friends that i am going through this and uh, we are very much open and people know like what is an itinerary napkin what is a menstrual cup so if this topic could you know be stigmatized and if we yeah. are like normal we, because it's a biological process everyone knows about it people were just not talking about it because yeah. it existed but we were in denial ki you no know, i don't know what is menstruation every guy yeah. will say now even a guy of 14 year can tell you what is menstruation and how you are supposed to manage it so which is pretty good thing right so if that can happen to a bi- biological process then why it cannot happen to a disease and especially when you know out of like let's say ki 6 to 7 people out of 10 have issues like mental health related they are either in denial or like they just don't sense me and uh, like we are seeing more and more cases with the you know uprising of social media it was like again i i i am a pro social media person like i had yeah, a five yeah, year experience to. i had a five year experience you know work experience in digital marketing industry i know you since five years yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then again you know uh, so i guess mark manson wrote about it that although we have had we have most luxuries now as a generation but again as a generation we are the most depressed one and we haven't mm-hmm. even seen world wars we haven't seen great yeah, depression right. and all that stuff yeah nothing <laughs> uh i i would want to you know like go back a couple of minutes to what you mentioned that uh you need if if you are having a tough time let, let's not talk about you know self diagnosing yourself as mm-hmm. a depressed or anxious person but just if you are having a tough time uh, so what mridula uh, the my therapist what she mentioned that even if you are having a tough time talk to someone like just talk mm-hmm. to someone you don't yeah venting out to, is very important you don't go to you know you don't need to go to a doctor but maybe mm-hmm. again a specialist a person who can understand you so you know you have some a uh, road map to go forward and if you are not making progress then maybe you know like again uh, going to a therapist is a really great job and uh, i'm working with someone and he has a course about taking ownership right now it does not mean that you know you blame it on yourself that you are the reason that you are depressed mm-hmm. at the same time it's not about playing a victim you are never a victim but you know like we love playing victims to you know like keep our identities safe that you know what i i rather be safe than make efforts or you know be active about it and i, I guess that's one of the prerequisites to get better is to take ownership that i okay mm-hmm. i acknowledge where i am i'm in a really messy place maybe in my life but let me see what i can do about it today yeah acceptance is the key right yeah yeah you need to accept that something is wrong that like unless we accept the problem we cannot solve it so you need to accept it at least that yeah you are having this as a issue and this is how you are supposed to get better like everyone knows see the point is ki everyone knows what is a treatment everyone knows like if they'll go and you know it will get better but the point is that they are not going and why they are not going so that is the problem that there is stigma and you know what people will talk about me or so that inhibition you know needs to go away i guess 
and uh, you know, they need to have some stimulation ki that is okay even if you are feeling this way it's okay even if you go and it's okay even if people you know talk about you so like how does it matter people talk about like all the time so you cannot let people influence your life especially when you are struggling so you need to take command of your life and you know go ahead and take charge because uh, this is exactly the moment where social media has been a really blessing to all of us Mm-hmm. because uh, you know so i i work with my clients as uh, uh, as a coach and uh, i work on their emotions and habits and everything and a lot of times like most of the times nobody even knows who has been my client or who has had a conversation with me and mm-hmm. and that's the same with my own therapist like unless i became vocal about it unless you know like i posted that you know this has been my therapist and i'm inviting her on my uh, interview mm-hmm. series nobody knew that even i have a therapist or who was she or if she and i are connected or anything like that so i guess this is how you know social media is kind of helping us get past the stigma of what will people say because people will not even know probably for a long time mm-hmm. unless you are vocal about it and even if people know like what's the harm like i don't know like let's say if someone is having you know any cardiovascular disease right so we call the relatives and tell ki aisa aisa ho gaya hai and i am going to a hospital and all that shit right so yeah. if you can talk about a kidney stones that like in a bragging way ki i have kidney stones and i have you know severe pain and i am seeing this doctor then why not because brain is a part of your body so if you can, can talk about you know every yeah. organ of your body then why not brain <laughs> Brain can, is can the I, most important. Yeah, sure. Can Can I give you my opinion on this part? Yeah, sure. I, you know, like I'm uh, uh, mentioning that you know, being vocalizing might be the second point because you know, like everyone has have had the stigma of you know, uh, mental health issues or depression and stuff. So even as a person, I might be having doubts that you know what, maybe I'm just having a rough time. Maybe I don't need anyone's help. Maybe I need to work hard, right? So. <laughs> again you know just my personal mm-hmm. opinion being really yeah. comfortable in yourself and taking the first step you know like being comfortable in yourself accepting and improving by yourself i guess comes you know first than being vocal because when you are vocal you will become susceptible at least in this time you will become susceptible to a lot of online bullying and criticism i don't know like i don't know like seriously see so, or, yeah. as yeah. you said ki you know see i am strictly against of self diagnosis right obviously yeah but point is ki we are we should not be talking just about mental illnesses let's talk about yeah. mental health emotional well being so when you yeah. said ki let's say ki i am perfectly fine i don't have anxiety i don't have depression but at the same time i am not feeling well emotionally for a brief period of time So even in that phase i should be talking to someone and that someone could be my yeah. friend or my family or a professional so just because i am trying to vent something out or just because i am not feeling well emotionally that does not give me a tag that i am depressed or i am anxious and or i have any disorder so yeah. the point is ki like let's say ki if we have mental illness then we have solutions but we are not even talking about mental health which is like normal absence yeah. of disease wala condition right so yeah. if we focus on mental health emotional health part so i don't th- so don't you think he illness uh, will you know decrease obviously so we are okay. not 
maybe we should be focusing more on health part see if we have people yeah. who are having disease people who have been diagnosed with this they are supposed to you know get treatment right but people who feel you know low like kabhi kabhi or you know like they are not sure what is happening with them they just feel yeah. bad about it or something so unless they get diagnosed or if they are not having any particular disease still they should be yeah. taking care of their mental health i think so emotional well being is something which should be included yeah. in our like routine thing like people go to gym and you know they do yoga and meditation then why can't you take care of your emotions if something is you know bothering you you need to let it out or you know process your emotions and like just get rid of all those bad emotions maybe makes total sense you know not just talking mm-hmm. about mental health illness but uh, talking mental about mental mental illness health. is a different thing exactly people are okay i understand that there is stigma attached to mental illness right if you have bipolar or if you have schizophrenia people will look at you in a different way but we are not even talking about mental health so that irks me actually <laughs> but yeah makes total sense and uh, i don't know i, I never thought about this distinction you know like not talking about mental illness but talking about mental wellness makes a lot of sense thank you for bringing it up uh, again uh, because you know like uh, i would want i wanted to ask you a lot of uh, personal uh, questions about your experience in this field uh, and this also gives me an opportunity to you know like talk about what i have gone through because uh, if right. i'm talking just myself it might be just a venting part but now it's a conversation no that's you okay know? you can vent it out <laughs> that's what so, i do uh, right <laughs> why not why not with helping you and helping others uh, tell me about the coping mechanism you have had over years coping mechanism like uh, it depends like see what i like earlier when i used to feel sad so you know i used to struggle to feel better i used to put efforts let's say if i am feeling low at 11 pm so you know i'll start watching something or i or you know i listen to some music or i'll just call up a friend of mine ki please talk to me i am feeling low today so like even if like you know people are talking and i'm watching something that emotion is still there i am just trying to suppress it through other medium theek hai yeah. but i don't think that is the correct way to process now what i do is ki when i feel low or when let's say if i am feeling sad today so i'll feel sad i won't do anything to push this emotion away because what i believe now is ki if i am feeling something every emotion should be expressed so yeah. if i am feeling sad today i'll feel sad i i'll tell people i am okay but i am feeling sad today and i'll carry on with my routine but i am sad and i won't try to distract myself or i won't try to suppress that sadness and eventually that sadness goes away like in some time yeah. because wo process ho chuka hai so i believe it's very important to embrace your emotions accept them in process and then move on i think that is the easiest way like that is the coping way i am using these days and it could be one of the reasons yeah. i am feeling much better now Yeah. I don't know about like about others, but for me it works. Yeah. So uh, again, you know, different coping mechanisms for you and me. I, I'll talk mm-hmm. about a little, you know, like how and what I do usually. So uh, when I started uh, having anxiety attacks or when I was going through the phase of depression, uh, I, I was not medically diagnosed as a depressed person, but it was a phase of you know that time. I actually had anxiety attacks coming up. Okay, so just giving disclaimer or from you know like where I am coming from. My initial coping mechanisms was binge watching and binge eating, and that's how I put on a lot of weight. 
I used to be a really skinny person. And over the period, because I was unaware about it, I continued this pattern. Although I started feeling well, I, I you know, like moved out of those uh, anxiety attacks and everything that I can't say I moved out, but you know, like it was not as regular, let's say that. So if it was happening, you know, like, like a couple of times in the month, uh, for the past few years, well, for the past few years, it's been happening a couple of times in the whole year. So, you know, the whole frequency has decreased mm-hmm. a lot for me. Again, totally, yeah. you know, it's a personal thing. Some person would, mm-hmm. may experience a total extinction of this kind of a thing. Or some people, you know, like, again, like me might experience a decrease in frequency. So mm-hmm. what I observed, even in last year, uh, I would, whenever I'm going through even a little period of anxiety, I, I start binge watching and binge eating. Mm-hmm. And what changed for me in the last one year was, I, I became, you know, again, quite aware about how to process your emotions. Like you mentioned, you know, sitting with your emotions, not distracted and everything. And then I realized sometimes if the emotions are really, really strong, like, you know, I, I cannot be with that emotion. It's going to happen. Again, you know, like you are going to be in a position where you cannot just be with your emotion. And, and it's, you know, like totally fine to be in that position. What helped me was being really mindful that if I'm distracting myself, like mm-hmm. I would practice mindful distraction for some time. You know what, like, so for example, this is what happened. Like I gave myself permission that, you know what, I will binge eat a little bit. I will binge watch a little bit, but I'll give myself permission. I will not, you know, like be ignorant of this stuff, but I will give myself time to, you know, just go through this. Like, even Mm -hmm. if I want to process this, right now might not be the time for me to process this. Mm -hmm. And again, it it is a little different approach than yours, but this helped me a lot personally. Mm yeah, yeah, so I, as okay. I said earlier, it's a very subjective thing. I think it varies yeah. like person to person. So it worked in my case, it works in your case. So maybe like, but people need to find, you know, their own ways. And yeah, yeah so. Uh, and uh, yeah, so <laughs> thank you so much uh, for <laughs> even offering me a space to open up about this part. Uh, like I mentioned, my you know, like distracting activities maybe or soothing activities, let's use a less shaming, you know, sentence for it. Uh, My comforting activities are, you know, uh, maybe again, I prefer not to talk to people when I'm, you know, like going through a little bad phase. Like I need time with myself. I uh, come from a school of thought that let me process it. Let me see Mm -hmm. if I need somebody, I'll just call up, but let me, you know, deal Mm -hmm. with it first. And I would, you know, turn off my work or, you know, whatever I'm doing, turn off my screens, uh, go for a walk maybe, or I have a dog right now at home. But, you know, do something that cuts me off from my routine. My routine of, you know, like working up or talking to people or writing or reading or that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. What do you do in your comforting activities? I try to sleep. So sleeping is something which gives me kick and uh, I crave for a peaceful sleep, right? So if I get free time, I try my best to sleep. And if not, I'm, if I'm not sleeping, I watch something. So I like, you know, Netflix and everything. So yeah, that is pretty soothing for me. 
or i so, read some random articles so yeah when when you're feeling you know like again i know this is a subjective yeah. part uh, when you're having a bad time or a rough time uh can you sleep easily because some people can sleep easily some people will say, feel you know difficulty in sleeping i belong to the latter part okay let's talk about sleep so it's very tricky thing actually so uh, if let's say if i'm crying i feel better after crying and i can sleep properly after crying but the point with me is that you know i get nightmares like fearful dreams so my mm-hmm. sleep even of 6 to 8 hours is full of nightmares so it's oh. like whenever the moment i close my eyes my dreams start and when i wake up i feel very tired and exhausted because i feel that i was very much active throughout the night so that is the reason i crave for peaceful sleep jahan pe i'm not having any nightmare but that is not like it's not happening so let's hope some day it will happen so yeah sleeping but i prefer to sleep matlab like when i feel low i ha theek hai i end up sleeping easily but it's not peaceful so but i, I believe it's much better than staying awake and not feeling well yeah i, I belong to that part so <laughs> i very yeah so the very first symptom of me going through a stressful time not even you know like a rough phase or a anxiety phase mm-hmm. but just because again i'm self employed there might be sometimes when my business is again you know like in a stressful yeah, time right right okay the very first symptom that i have when i am going through a stressful time is my sleep just gets messed up so otherwise my routine like nowadays is like sleeping from 1 to 9 1 am to 9 am and the moment the stress hits like i know i will go to bed i will do my nightly routine i will go to bed at again turn off lights and everything at 1 am but i won't be able to sleep at 1 am i I'll, you know just be overthinking or over analyzing over planning yeah, that, i think that happens occasionally with me as well like yeah nahi aati nahi to but theek hai that like what can we do like we have two options either we you know take medicine or something which can make us feel sleepy or we just wait that's it so yeah it happens with me as well but that is very occasional thing like not on a regular basis that makes me wonder why haven't i thought about medicine although again i i don't need it at the moment no. i don't need it at yeah, the yeah. moment you know like again uh, if it's a prolonged issue i might need it yeah. but right now it's i know that you know if i'm not sleeping well i know there's a stressful time i need to you know like Yeah, okay. it's an occasional thing, right? Like it happens with me four or five days in a month when I'm not able to sleep. So that is pretty much manageable. So I shouldn't, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. And uh, what has been your sleep cycles otherwise? Like, what is your healthy uh, sleep or average sleep that you do? Uh, six to seven hours these days. Earlier, it used to be four to five. Three to four, oh. depending. Before lockdown, like yeah. Have you tried like eight to nine hours of sleep? I don't have that much time. Like I didn't have uh that much time. Eight to nine, uh eight to nine hours. Abhi, yeah, I somehow managed to sleep for six to eight. So that was pretty much okay. Okay, and uh, what differences have you seen? You know, sleeping for five hours versus seven hours. In your energy levels. Nothing much. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> much. Okay. I don't know. 
because uh, so i i talked about sleep with divyansh mundra you know during these interview sessions mm-hmm. i talked to uh, i talked to shreya bhadoni about sleep and like both of them have uh, seen differences when they sleep you know like maybe 4 to 5 hours versus 7 to 8 hours or 6 hours interesting maybe you have something to measure <laughs> okay like same for me uh all right all right uh coming back to the point so one of the really good things i don't know if it's a good or a bad thing but i believe it's a good thing i perceive it is a good thing uh what i have seen hashta are you there yeah yeah okay yeah so you got logged in a little bit anyway yeah, one sorry. of the really uh, yeah yeah sure active things i have seen you doing and i perceive it is a really good great kind of a thing is your ability to laugh at what you're going through and a lot of people what they do is uh, they you know like what's the word to use here so they use a lot of condescending tone for themselves when they talk about their own issues but i don't see that in your writing i may be wrong i may be having biases but i see witty and sarcastic language in your writings maybe i'm just over analyzing but i don't see you know that so i really don't like when somebody uses condescending language for themselves you know that shows that they are feeling guilt and shame of what they are going through and mm-hmm. uh, you know trying to be funny is just their uh, you know coping mechanism or their defense mechanism but that doesn't seem to be your case like because you have been posting a lot of videos so you are that admitting I'm, that i am naturally funny what i am i know i am telling you that you are funny your uh, posts are witty and humorous and sarcastic and you know i wanted to mention this particular distinction that they are not condescending and i really don't mm-hmm. like when people do this so mm-hmm. they start you know like shaming themselves for not being well see like what's the point in shaming like i am not ashamed of anything like i am not ashamed of my profession so i make fun of my dentistry thing but i i am pretty much okay with being a dentist so but at the same time i uh, make jokes about it but i am i'm not ashamed of it right in the same way let's if we talk about mental health issues so why should i be ashamed of it if i have fever will i feel bad about having a fever ki why did it happen with me only it could happen to anybody else why just me god you are so cruel i can't be like that right so if i can't do that to fever how can i do that to you know anxiety so it's pretty much normal it's like a disease it's a disease it can happen to anyone so it's not to be you know ashamed of so why should i so i'm pretty much okay with that and th- this is what i write about right ki it's okay if you're not okay i guess so when did you start becoming funny on social media <laughs> i don't know maybe i realized it 3 to 4 years back i was always funny but i didn't know now i know <laughs> and uh, do you, do you have a favorite joke that like most of the people like or you like a lot uh most of my jokes are lame okay and i'm not sure like whether people like it or not i like them <laughs> but uh, 
बट माई फेवरेट वन इज की इट्स वेरी सैड एंड अनफेयर दैट यू नो पीपल कांट राइट पॉलिटिशियन इन देर रेजुमेज जस्ट बिकॉज दे आर नॉट इन्वॉल्व इन कंट्रीज पॉलिटिक्स दैट इज वेरी मच क्लोज टू माई हार्ट nice one <laughs> and uh, so i i wanted to know this you know like uh, deliberately uh, i wanted to know this that if you are really deliberate about your uh, humorous creativity if that's the right word to use here or is it just you know like coming out of you or are you like deliberate that i wanted to you know like Nelly, i never no 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 i never wanted i never knew that i could write anything if we talk about 2015 i didn't know i could even you know write a single sentence but now i can write a paragraph or a page so point is ki i never wanted to write or i never wanted to be funny or try to be funny or anything it all came you know so naturally so i i don't know if you noticed or not but i tried stand up last year i guess yeah and it was not to you know pursue it like properly it was just to see whether i could do it or not and yeah. i tried two three times and i was like okay that can be done but this is not something which interests me so i should pursue continue so i obviously i discontinued that thing but yeah i wanted to know if i'm funny so that is why i just wanted to give it a try get some validation so uh, another validation nahi it was to overcome my stage fright oh uh, so another person that i know who is really vocal about his mental health plus who is trying stand up comedy is james altucher okay have, um, have you read about i don't wa- i don't watch stand up oh no i i don't know if any of his stand up is popular but he is a really really amazing writer okay. and a venture capitalist and uh, he used to be like most followed number 2 or number 3 person on quora yes uh, i'm not active on quora yeah you used to be uh, how was I that i used to be active in 2016 17 max but uh, yeah 2017 ke baad se i am not active i just managed talk to in space that's it i don't know what to write up like i don't think i have anything to contribute so so uh, one one question that most of people affirmed and you know like said yes to did cora make you a writer <laughs> right i don't know about making me a writer but it gave me confidence for sure because uh, you know i never thought i could write maybe i was writing the same way before 2015 as well but there was no one to tell me that yeah it is very much relatable so when i got the exposure through kora and you know hundreds and thousands of people are coming to me and telling me that you know whatever you write we could relate to that so that gave me confidence ki maybe i can write better so i don't still i don't consider myself a writer because i i don't know what to write about what i do is ki i just try to express my emotions through words that's it like whatever i have written so far on social media that is what i feel and my vocabulary is very basic and i just write what i feel so i'm not sure like if that comes under the category of writing because i cannot write stories i can't that write fiction I, that sort of thing yeah i, I, I can write fiction uh, i can't write comes, that comes under the category of Uh, the most impactful writing when you you know like write about yourself about your experiences and expressing yourself again uh, with a pinch of 
keeping your reader in mind obviously not just writing an online diary which i totally believe you don't do because if you've been doing only diary kind of thing you wouldn't have any followers but because you have a lot of followers and it 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 is a kind of you know like not 100% it validates that you are a great writer but it gives you a little idea that this person knows at least how to write and i totally believe vocabulary has almost nothing to do with it <laughs> yeah right almost nothing i still don't have a really world class kind of vocabulary uh, english I don't my third second language. language obviously second my second and third language just imagine the levels of depth i <laughs> lost in english <laughs> and <laughs> okay uh again i'm going to ask something that you may feel free to you know uh postpone okay this time i'll ignore yeah right <laughs> <laughs> uh what has been the most vulnerable experience you have shared on online i don't know like vulnerable what could be vulnerable for me like when i most like, intimate people, kind of or most private most intimate or most vulnerable i don't think i have posted anything as such because like, in itself uh, you know like vulnerable is something you feel very weak at that particular moment maybe and you are not comfortable with everyone else uh seeing that right but yeah but when i feel bad let's say if i am having anxiety at its peak to bhi i prefer to tell people ki i am feeling this way so that could be vulnerable for somebody else that might not be vulnerable for me but like in a relative way i think that is vulnerable like not anyone can go to instagram story and write that they are feeling no. shitty uh i i give you the kind of definition i use for being vulnerable because you know like it's my style of writing i write stories, yeah right uh you know that like comes under the dictionary definition of vulnerable uh, so for me being vulnerable means when i feel a little naked online okay. like somebody mm-hmm. saw a part of me that you know like they wouldn't otherwise see if i wouldn't have shown them yeah right what has been you know one of the recent most things that you shared in in this category let, like you know let's say you use vulnerability with this definition my song someone yeah oh. i recorded a video i uploaded it on instagram and i don't sing in public okay i like singing but i'm not a good singer but that could be you know that uh, naked picture thing that i was not comfortable like whether people are seeing that or yeah. but still i wanted to give it a try Okay, you know, and, to and overcome believe, my fear. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe you, I could relate with you on this part. Like we could relate to each other on this thing. It really helps us, you know, when we share a lot of stuff online. To feel. No, see. Yeah, yeah, right. To feel. Yeah. So you, you continue. You continue. You finish the sentence. Right. so uh, what what i was going to say is uh, i really feel better when i share online when i you know like be vulnerable in public because you know at the same time it gives me a kind of sense that there are going to be a lot of people who are going to you know relate to it one thing second thing i know at any given time i'm not going to be only person experiencing this anything you know like mm-hmm. at any given point 
so might as well help someone else <laughs> yeah it does it. actually like for example if we talk about even that singing video thing it's like a very basic thing but for me it was a big deal to upload what how i sing right but at the yeah. same time what i was thinking after uploading it ki there are people who sing worse than me right or maybe better than me but they don't have that courage to post it online and even if i am singing that shitty song but i uploaded that to so that give me confidence ki i am you know able to accept and present like whatever i am i am okay with that i am comfortable with that and people need to be comfortable with that as well so if you think i am funny you sh- you need you need to know that i am not a good singer so like you need to love me for who i am so <laughs> i don't want to keep my followers you know in that light that i am good and i am funny and i am pretty they need to know that i am a bad singer as well so yeah every side should be reflected and that way uh, and it gives confidence like overall yeah i am going to share my experience with this and you tell me if you relate to it so because i share a lot of vulnerable stories you know like about my failures and let's say entrepreneurship my failures and my career my failures in my relationships my failures in my personal intentions and everything i see myself not talking enough about my successes and just makes me wonder that if i'm afraid that i might be you know like seen as a i'm working on it right now but i just you know it makes me wonder that if i had a fear on the back of my mind that people will think that i'm bragging hmm yeah that is a possibility have you been through that <laughs> I, i don't know if i'm successful to you know uh, do this but uh, yeah i mean i why should i brag if i have something but only if it can inspire others like see whenever we share a positive story it has two sort of impacts people feel good about it oh my god she did that we should do that too or people feel bad oh my god she did that because they're jealous of me so we have different sort set of audience for like both reactions right yeah. so i think it is okay to do that if you have something worth flaunting you should flaunt but yeah but you will know that at the same time there will be people who might not like it so if you're comfortable with that what's the harm and uh, you know like uh, what helped me was i read this somewhere that if you have done it it's not bragging mm-hmm. if you have done it so if Wait, you have written you ha so you are going to you know post about something which you have done ki let's say ki i i achieved this and you are telling this to people that is not bragging bragging is something else maybe there is difference in portrayal i yeah. guess ki the uh, way you are presenting that can define whether it's bragging or you are just updating right so likewise you know uh, for example my the where i thought that i might be breaking was uh, in the last 2 uh, and a half months i went uh, I, i was super active on linkedin okay i wrote like 180 posts there it was like 2 and a half posts every single day and almost all of them are new and i am in you know creative flow and i'm most of them are my vulnerable intimate stories mm-hmm. so my kind of uh, this achievement post was that i have written 1500 for answers i have written this many posts on linkedin i have been sending emails to my email family for two and a half years without a break twice a week and all of those which you know like again 
are not privileges but something that i have intentionally and deliberately been doing mm-hmm. uh, i kind of lost the track of the point i was going to make <laughs> anyway so uh, you know the whole point of doing that was to make i i guess you know like show people that i am not only made of failures because i've been posting a lot about you know what this is the thing mm-hmm. that has been happening bad with me but i also have good days one thing mm-hmm. second thing to show them that you know what despite all these failures you could still have these achievements yeah right and ha, you know, so forget. like it is going to inspire others as well if he can do that you know like he can write so much then why can't we we can write at least one post per week on linkedin right yeah, so yeah. that is what i was telling you right he it depends on people and it depends on your portrayal maybe the way you are posting your you know success story it should be down to earth sense yeah. i guess <laughs> yeah it should not be like, see, see i did that you couldn't do that but i did that so that attitude should not be there right and it should be like you know, see despite everything i did that yeah and because you know you mentioned i wanted to put a little extension to the point you mentioned that a lot of people are going to be upset about it a lot of people are going to be inspired by it and i i read it like recently that your people pleasing is your kind of uh, effort to control others perspective of yours for you see i believe like we can't control what others are thinking right yeah. so we should not even be bothered about it if i post a picture like let's say ki out of 500 300 might like it and 200 might not like it so just because 200 might not like it why should i not post it because i know 300 are going to like it and for 300 i am going to like it so what i do is for myself <laughs> right so <laughs> if if it is making me comfortable if it is making me happy so i am doing it for myself and i know some people will be there who are going to like it too ab jo log nahi kar rahe hain i i can't you know change their perception towards me there are so many people who are in love with me and there are so many people who hate me to the core and i can't do anything about it so i don't do anything about it i just i just be myself that's it this is what we can do so differently now 
versus the things you saw when you just started you know getting help perception about like people and things yeah it changed a lot so earlier it was you know i used to expect from people like i was told that it is a very natural thing to have expectations from your friends and family but yeah. now it's not like that like i know that you know people can love me and they care about me but at the same time it's not necessary that they will understand me and if they can't understand me they can't do things for me right so my expectation level from here is now here so i don't expect anything from anyone as such like with a few exception maybe but yeah so now i know like even if i'll call a friend yeah i'm feeling low and he or she doesn't know how to react so i won't get mad about it ki you don't even know you know how to cheer me up you are not a true friend like this is what people do i hate it but now i know that she likes me but she does not know how to react that is it so i don't expect somebody else to make me feel better when i feel bad i make myself feel better or i just feel bad that's it i don't expect ki kuch karega like someone will put efforts or you know someone will call me or someone will pamper me or someone will send me chocolates or pizza matlab so yeah i take care of myself so that is the major perception change i have observed you know before and after thing if we compare i have like stopped expecting things from people i decide yeah, everything and it's good it's really beautiful the message you shared and you know uh, again i'm going to talk about uh, what jain sculpture mentioned so in his book i guess choose yourself he mentioned the an equation like happiness is you know proportional to reality over expectations so happiness is inversely proportional to expectation so expectation no obviously reality accept karo if you accept the reality then obviously it'll be like you are accepting the situation the way it is that's it and you know that you can't change it you have to like go through this phase so it will make you feel much 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 better uh, and it, it makes me curious about how do you measure your progress about you know like how you are doing from day to day obviously when you you know zoom mm-hmm. out and see who am i right now versus who i was a year ago you will have good you know uh, progress graph i guess but how mm-hmm. do you judge your progress like on a day to day basis like i don't know you, like you personally i don't know like uh, if i look back let's say 3 months or 6 months like uh, this much interval so three months ago i was on a different page today i i have different you know perception about things about life and about everything so i guess i am evolving day by day and every day i experience something like something good or something bad so every incident is uh you know manipulating or i should say improving yeah. me like in every way so i think it's getting better day by day i don't know like i don't measure okay so i i'll just ask him because uh, so i have worked on this a buddhist monk suggested me to start daily reflection not weekly not monthly daily like mm-hmm. what has been my day what was good in it what was not good in it what i'm going to change tomorrow and i've been doing it for i guess 6 to 8 months now since i met him and it has changed me thoroughly like i'm mm-hmm. you know being regular 
because you're putting efforts yeah right because you're focusing and paying attention to it and then you're trying to modify that if you you know if you took some bad action so you'll make sure that you won't repeat that so you are working on that so yeah that is how you can calculate or assess mm-hmm. i am yeah. not doing that so <laughs> it's perfectly fine because you know like again it was not a part of curriculum it was not in cbse icse if it was a part of 12th exams we all should have been doing it the way you know yeah, like uh, yeah education are... system is pretty much ruined up yeah <laughs> so uh, you know why i mentioned all of this was again i was not at all aware of it like 8 months ago mm-hmm. but since he mentioned it like again for the first maybe a few days i did not see any progress but i remember within the first one month so i shifted back to my home and uh, just i i'm giving you an example for three consecutive days while doing my reflection i i i was doing you know like a mini journal kind of thing writing three points uh, in each question like what was good what was not good so i wrote i didn't behave well with my sister for three consecutive days and guess what i never wrote it again after that yeah right so mindful that you know what i'm again i'm judging her i'm criticizing her or whatever i was doing you know like that i didn't want to do mm-hmm. so I I guess this gives me a little inspiration to talk of more you know to talk more about doing reflection every day because I have seen and not only I because I have worked with clients on this as well I mm-hmm. see my clients seeing tremendous results just by you know like doing this 3 2 3 4 minutes Yeah I mean it's very good actually I should try that as well Sure we we have seen you know like meditation and journaling and walking like really how do you say it like normal activities nowadays like most mm-hmm. of people are aware about it or trying or again failing and succeeding or whatever but maybe uh, this reflection part could be another topic that if we normalize or you know popularize it it can be a really good source of awareness because mm-hmm. i believe is half the battle in any of the issue like any business issue any mm-hmm. personal Mm-hmm. Hi, acknowledgement is very important. Like acknowledgement of your emotions. Yeah, I am feeling good because of this. I am feeling bad because of this. So now I know, like how or what should I need to do to you know not feel bad about that. So maybe it should what be done. You, what are you currently working on? You know, like in yourself. I know that uh, because I have again, I am getting a lot of vibes from you that you have been practicing acceptance for a long time. right yeah. that you need to accept and everything and mm-hmm. i i have talked about it earlier as well that i believe life is supposed to be a balance between acceptance and improvement mm-hmm. right either one acceptance of- is the first stage in then improvement unless you accept you can't improve and unless you accept you can't do anything so exactly yeah. exactly you know yeah. like it takes to be a balance like if you accept too much and not improve enough you will be lethargic and exactly. stagnant in your life if you improve mm-hmm. and don't accept you will start self hating mm-hmm. hating yourself uh, right. so i am just trying to understand like you know uh, what are you currently working on these days i am not working on anything specific as such like but yeah like i have made peace with a lot of facts like uh, as i told you i don't expect from others and i embrace my emotions so it gives me very much like peaceful state and apart from that i try to improve like my behavior my actions for example mood swings 
so earlier when i used to have mood swings i used to shout or i used to cry but now is not that sort of case now like i don't get angry so easily it takes me a lot of you know time to get angry so i think things are getting improved with the way i am processing my emotions maybe because i think logically and maybe i'm thoda emotionally numb so i don't feel things but and i'm just being logical that could be one of the reasons that things are not affecting me i don't know could be uh, i'm interested to know uh, how are you working on your anger issue so it was anger issues or just a it was not uh, uh, it was not issue it was a mood swing sort of thing if i am having mood swings in irritability constant irritability yeah. followed by this anger outburst sort of thing i don't have anger outburst now like i am very calm person like it was my basic nature to be calm but because of that issue i started having those outbursts because if anything you know is not under my control if things are not happening according to my choice i used to dislike it so much ki i need to vent it out my anger but now is not that the case so now i don't feel angry as such it is very like in a few exceptional cases only and when i do i don't shout i i don't do anything i just take some time alone to process my anger and then i'm fine like maybe by next day like people don't have to do anything to make that anger go away it it is a natural course thank you for sharing that uh, uh something i'll i'll before asking your question i'll tell you a little incident that happened with me so uh i'm dating this girl for i guess one or two months and i i written about it like a few days ago i shifted my place i needed to shift to some other you know like home i shifted that place i got triggered and after like you know a lot of months i had you know like night sweats anxiety attacks and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and because i was you know like uh, i was dating her for one or two months and i thought that we had good enough chemistry for me to open it up with her i shared and she panicked and she dumped me and that has been you know like a really really uh, kind of a traumatic experience for me because mm-hmm. you know uh, like i was on possibly my lowest at that time and i mm-hmm. opened up and the other person responded by abandoning me yeah so yeah that is why you know having a partner who understands your mental health is the should be the first criteria while you know choosing someone and it's very bad that you know she did that but in a good way you can see that you know if she could not understand even a basic thing it's good that she's gone like, oh, like i hated yeah. her for a long time that you know what how could you do that to me and i right. i you know like you it's not about hating maybe she does not understand it that's it no like Simply. that half of the story no like i hated her for, obviously that was the common response like i hated her for a long time and then i saw that she wasn't doing well by herself as well she had mm-hmm. a lot of issues and she didn't have any choice to you know like act otherwise So mm-hmm. I got that acceptance, but obviously I was not supposed to get acceptance within the first month because I was being dumb. Uh, my question was, uh, when would you open up about your history with your partner? Because this is not, you know, like this is not like a broken finger. Like you know yeah. what? This is something that even if we have normalized it, 
a lot of people might not have see so that is the thing so if whenever i meet someone new or whenever i meet people so i talk about it on the day one itself ki see i have had this this is issue and uh, i am facing this this is like right now so if you are comfortable only then should be you know we should be continuing this thing because dating and you know friendships like it is pretty normal natural it happens you feel attracted you start liking someone and all that yeah. shit but at the same time that you and that person should be on the same page when it comes to this topic so i like i assess it on a first meeting itself whether this person can understand it or not if not then i move on and if yes then i continue that thing yeah. so i don't think it is it would be fair for me to you know hide it for a while talk to that person three four months and then talk about it because then i don't know i don't think that's fair to that person he needs to know if that is the thing so i tell it to people yeah. like yeah so you know like again uh, because this is a chance for me to like open up a little bit more about myself my experiences sure, sure. what happened you know like after that dumping happened <laughs> like i took maybe a month or two to like get better and stuff like that and i i, did, I went on a date with another person i dated this another girl for maybe like again one or two months and after a month i started having you know these episodes of Uh, anxiety a little bit again you know like they started repeating because obviously i hadn't worked on the previous ones and it was again you know somewhere stuck inside of my body and i so obviously because i had trauma from the previous relation i didn't open up with this new girl in the very first day but because when i started having episodes like you know when i like i mentioned i when i'm going through a tough time i would prefer solitude Just i would not want right. i would not want anyone to even touch me or contact me or be around me like i don't want an, another person breathing around me mm-hmm. so <laughs> uh, what happened so she responded with you know what the point should do not call it depression do not call it anxiety it's not like that don't say like that i'm like what is this like this is the first time <laughs> i have opened up with someone and somebody is you know like responding to this, in this time yeah right and then interestingly she she was graduating as a dentist and you know like just made me wonder yeah. how it was like one and a half years ago it made me wonder like how uneducated still we are we all are very much uneducated we are just literate that is the difference like i know people like from my college or like from my am i audible yeah you are audible yeah i think i yeah yeah it's working well we don't need to cut or anything <laughs> so as see the point is uh, let's say if someone is having sleep problem like someone is not able to sleep properly yeah and that person goes to a physician and tells him that uh, i am having this is this problem so now physician what will he do is he might prescribe you a medicine alprazolam or clonazepam or something he just take this medicine and like you can sleep properly in either scenario what he should have been done was like he should have you know uh, referred that case to a psychiatrist because it was his case right but what the physician yeah. did was he prescribed a basic medicine 
to a patient ki isko leke you'll be able to sleep properly so yeah. this is where the problem begins even medical professionals are not respecting this thing and they are not you know supporting in this case so when we talk about education like so the point is ki we all are literate we all have degrees and we all are working and we all are earning but are we really educated being educated is about being aware of things about being aware of surroundings of our actions of our emotions we are not maybe up to some extent but no one is educated and the day we will start becoming educated along with literacy things will get better yeah uh, so i just got this question in my head and being curious if it, it's totally fine if you don't know the answer to it so does a, you know does the medical insurance in our country covers up therapy charges i don't think so like i i don't i never tried it so i don't know okay because i i have a friend she's a coach uh she's from us and her medical insurance covers her therapy charges as well and mm-hmm. otherwise therapy is like really costly in us in terms of yeah. uh mm-hmm. not in terms of accessibility or you know like being mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. yeah it's in, pretty expensive yeah in india i have seen a lot of online ventures you know like starting up like one of them i have uh, like being really vocal about from where i took therapy it's like tiktok too and they are providing like really really affordable therapy so it's like 5 700 rupees a session or like 1000 rupees a session again it could be really unaffordable to a lot of people but then again exactly that's the thing okay, let's say if we talk about students so for a student to afford 1000 rupees per week is not practically possible like you are spending 4000 rupees per month and apart from that if you are on medications you have to buy your medicines as well consultation charges as well so a student can't afford you know 5 to 10000 rupees per month for his mental health especially when parents are not supporting it so like there yeah. are so 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 many issues like but yeah you know like let me elaborate a little bit why mm-hmm. i still think it is a little affordable because mm-hmm. a lot of times if you know you are going through a tough time a bad time again we are not talking about illness part but if you are going through a really tough mm-hmm. time and you go through you know your uh, like 19 20 21 kind of years where you feel a lot of uh, disconnection with your friends and surroundings just having one session like maybe in one or two months with a therapist can totally change your perspective and i, I, believe, I think it depends yeah like i mentioned like mm-hmm. in most of the cases i'm right. not saying all of the cases but in a lot of cases where you we are not talking about illness but we are talking about a, a phase that can push you to illness you know like again mm-hmm. it could be a domino effect but yeah. if you have someone to talk to in the first week that you are feeling down i guess in that sense like a thousand bucks is relatively affordable than you know what regular you know like yeah, how yeah. it costs in in regular senses so in that case i believe uh, like we have done this in a really good way that we have mm. therapy relatively affordable obviously not totally mm. affordable totally, uh, totally affordable will mean you know like again go uh, offering therapy for free or maybe you know like doing it for 50 rupees per session that is Something not that, practically possible like for now yeah 
could be with government policies but then again like we have no one is interested yeah right we have taken the first few steps like if we yeah, have right. taken it to a uh, to a level where uh, like for example uh, when i took therapy like a few months ago i, I mm. just needed one session because i had something to went out and you know like i couldn't went out with my friends and stuff so it was like as 500 or 600 rupees only and i did not have to think twice about it with mm-hmm. a with a lot of privileges but then again i believe that when we are having internet connections for 300 bucks a month having one session might not be too unaffordable so yeah there's just another plus it's and, not always yeah. about affordability i guess it's about choice as well yeah let's say if i have 1000 rupees now it's up to me where i want to spend it i can buy two pizzas and i can pay for one therapy session right so people are not prioritizing mental health as you said ki if someone is talking about emotional wellbeing wala thing that yeah. if someone is feeling not well and he or she should be talking to a person in like once in two months and once in two months 1000 is affordable right but is that person really concerned about that or is he or she prioritizing that thing it's not about money always money is yeah. important money is one of the reasons half of the country is not getting the treatment but at the same time it's about priorities as well so even if people have money they are not spending it so so that that you know like just as a point to give it to the uh, you know like normal people or crowd that you know what maybe money is not the issue if you have been talking about why can't you take therapy maybe you have other concerns like money, money is not, is not the, the only issue money is one yeah. of the issues like if we make a list na if we talk about stigma if we talk about you know lack of good uh, healthcare services like available yeah. nahi hai like let's say if i talk about a city like jaipur it is very difficult to find a you know therapist you know a therapist who you you know who can understand you like in a proper yeah. way and money could be the third reason ki maybe not everyone can afford not everyone has a choice to spend that much for this cause like spending money is easy but are you willing to spend it for this thing yeah and uh, because you mentioned you know like getting a therapist who understands you so i believe again there might be certain cases where you don't align with your therapist but like the people i have worked with or talked to has been like really helpful uh, what was interesting to see was uh, so i have a friend and uh, she has anorexia nervous anorexia nervous okay? mm-hmm. uh, so you you know about it good so uh, most of the you know like the therapist will know what anorexia means it, it's a eating disorder and you know the person going through it will restrict themselves to eat enough mm-hmm. right yeah right the thing is uh, the person going through it if not aware that it's a mental health issue they would go for a nutritionist mm-hmm. and the issue is that the nutritionist might not be aware of it and that's what happened with my friend mm-hmm. she was not aware that this is a mental health issue she thought that it's a nutritionist kind of issue that she is you know like maybe not feeling the hunger and all that kind of stuff mm. obviously because if you don't feed your body for a long time your body will stop feeling hunger yeah right 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 and her nutritionist didn't know that it's a mental health issue and she talked about eating fiber and you know intermittent fasting and this and that and all that 
and that brings me to the question that you know uh, mental health needs to be added into the education system obviously yeah like it is a basic thing like people don't even know there's something called as mental health like they can't even define mental health so like if we are talking about you know everything i, I don't get our education system to be honest matlab i know people okay. might be judging me right now but ki we are supposed to read what shakespeare wrote like so many years back right <laughs> we are supposed to know that but we are not supposed to know our emotions we are not supposed to know how to deal with rejection or how to deal with failure or how to you know celebrate success so why can't we talk about emotions which is a part of our life but we are supposed to read what mughals did or what like i don't know i'm not saying yeah. we should not read about what mughals did but we should also know you know about our human body about everything and anything i don't know like it's this is how we are living we are here for like kitna kam saal ke liye we are here but i don't know like they should add this i don't yeah. know who will add this and i don't know who but, they is here but yeah yeah but but you know the point is that it is going to take some time because it's not only adding this to the books because we have had reproduction it's not for a long time adding, in the book it's like see if we talk about mental health issues now so if we really want to work on the prevention part if we keep aside the management thing and let's say ki current generation current population is already fucked up so let's put them aside but for the upcoming generations let's say if we talk about them then we should be focusing on prevention part and how can we prevent let's say ki every problem is happening because we don't know how to process or how to deal with our emotions let uh, for example if uh, you know for example if you had a breakup right and you are feeling very bad about it and you are feeling that way for 6 months or 1 year and people are even dying because of uh, a breakup yeah. so you could not deal with the fact that a person does not want to be with you that is it and you cannot force someone to be with you so you yeah. need to know you need to know how to deal with rejection and you are going to get rejected at every phase of your life in personal and as well as professional life so why are not we you know being taught this thing in our schools when we are growing when we are learning when we are processing our emotions so if let's say ki if we tell a kid of 5 years ki see they have their own base let's say i have a baby at home and she's just 1 year old so mm. like she tries she wants to see my phone she wants to use my phone and if i say no she starts crying because she believes ki if i'll give her phone to she'll stop crying but what i do is ki i try to distract her with something else let's say ki okay use this pen and then within seconds she forgets about phone and she starts playing with the pen so i am just trying to you know uh, teach her you can say that you can't get everything that you want in your life first of all and jo mil raha hai be happy with that and apart from that she should not have that thing in mind ki just because i want something all i have to do is cry if i cry for something my yeah. family will get it so how we shape our kids is up to us so i believe parenting and education in growing phase if we talk about initial 15 to 20 years we can like uh, you know bring a change up to a remarkable extent so that is why education is pretty much important in that case i i also wonder what if we you know like again what if we just add a subject of you know like mental health subject Yeah, it should have been added. Yes, exactly. And teachers, but and... you know, the 
dark side of it is going to be the people will either start pretending that they are good, really amazing <laughs> or people you know like our current education uh, you know the rulers or whatever again the term is the people who are making the policies and everything uh, they'll start assessing people on their mental health or uh, something or the other is supposed to go wrong with the current education system ट and to stay in that comfort right so we have a particular mindset these days let's say ki if someone is going to an iit that means uska life set hai that person will be making yeah. like decent money and he'll have a comfortable life so parents are pressurizing their kids to you know go and prepare for je and you are supposed to get a seat at iit if you don't get iit like you'll be a failure so students have that pressure constant pressure on their mind ki and this is what they start believing in ki if i won't go to an iit my life is ruined so when yeah. you know they don't succeed they prefer to die rather than survive like it it irritates me to the core like why do you think why career is important i agree and everything is so important but at the end of the day we are here for like a limited period of time so why can't we enjoy that thing why are we running so much after comfort or so much after money like that is the like problem so we are pressurized since childhood for exams and for schools and colleges like what at the end of the day it, when you are on your deathbed it doesn't matter which college you know you went to or which school you went to like what you did in your life like it's always about you know your actions your relationships with people or i don't know what you achieved in your life it depends but what you achieve yeah. in your life it should not be just on papers ki okay you graduated from this and you made this this much money and you are in top 10 of like indian businessmen list but what you actually achieved as a person i think that matters more than this like typical stuff but yeah we are focusing more on that i totally agree with that and my mind is kind of second thinking about what could be the first or easiest step that you know our education system can take in order for this and again just an idea that i, I you know like thought of a few minutes ago and maybe i'll run it by some one who is in academics for some time uh, i'm just wondering mm-hmm. how would it happen if you know like we have one counselor in a school who again you know there like, are counselors there are counselors in schools like there are big schools they have counselors and you know students can go and talk to them that is not the thing uh, see if we talk about the problem teachers are the problem parents are the yeah, problem yeah 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 like this whole system is the problem yeah so you know, i don't know like how to explain exactly, this thing so yeah exactly you know what i was thinking that it, it's not only going to be teaching kids about it उनप्लॉइड 
कि ठीक है आई डेंट वॉन्ट टू गो फॉर दैट एंड आई वॉज वेरी मच ओके विद दैट सो वाई डू वी Why do you know we always try to fit in that particular criteria? Society has who is society? We are society. Who? Yeah, the, the that should not happen. <laughs> the psychology behind again, what I am just uh, assuming that why is that you know going to an Ivy League college or IIT would be uh, considered as a good point was because we see it. as a relatively safer option and it makes us feel and safety is i guess one of our safe primary in what way like money money reputation Again, it it is not uh, in real sense but it is in perceived sense yeah exactly this is what i am saying na if i tell someone ki i am from iit and i went to this college or i am making this much money so like i'll be considered superior in comparison to others ki oh my god she did that she went to mit and all that so why this difference exist i am not saying ki it's not a good college definitely it is and it is providing you opportunities and everything but it should not be correlated with the status symbol maybe it's good that you are going to a good college but it should not be everything yeah. about you so there was a little technical glitch <laughs> we have you back uh Yeah, and no offense to IIT, this is what I was telling. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, if I have to ask you personally, what what do you think? What is uh, what are the projects that you would want to work in your personal or professional life in the months or years to come? Projects as in related to mental health, yeah, Could or like in general. Could be. So, see, I am focusing uh, on profession. uh currently but at the same time i am trying to normalize conversations around mental health as well so i started my own initiative named talk to heal so i started it in 2019 april and since then we have been organizing a uh, monthly meetups for the same okay so what we do is ki we try to provide a safe space to people where you know they can open up and talk about their emotions and no one is going to judge you because first of all no one knows you like everyone is a stranger to you and i believe mm-hmm. it's comparatively comfortable when you talk in front of strangers rather than your friends or family so that actually <laughs> eliminates the fear of being judged isn't that i think it's really, isn't that exactly why we write so many personal stories online it's relatively maybe, easier to tell but i have my family and friends on social media so that doesn't count for me <laughs> okay so but yeah like it is very important to you know meet like minded people so when i say that 15 to 20 people are coming forward every month to talk about a particular topic they are someone who are actually invested into this right yeah. because if you are taking 2 hours of your life on a sunday uh, afternoon to exclusively talk about this topic that means it means to you right so when we talk to like minded people and when we spend time with them have a conversation so it makes us feel better and that is the whole purpose of uh, having these meetups so yeah i am trying to scale it up like to other cities as well like i it's not practically possible for me to go everywhere but uh, i am yeah. planning to have co hosts you know who can organize these meetups at their cities and uh, let's say like the whole purpose is to normalize conversations around mental health we can't offer professional help or we are not claiming anything that you know will make things better for you or you have to do this or you have to do that 
ऑल वी आर ट्राइंग टू डू इज की वी आर ट्राइंग टू मेक यू फील सेफ वी आर ट्राइंग टू मेक यू फील दैट यू आर नॉट दी ओनली पर्सन हु इज सफरिंग फ्रॉम दिस सो यू नो इट माइट गिव यू सम कॉन्फिडेंस एज वेल की ओके देर आर अदर पीपल इज वेल सो दैट्स योर पर्पज सो दिस इज वॉट आई एम प्लानिंग टू डू लाइक इन दी अपकमिंग मंथ्स यू कैन से so i'm just being uh, you know a little curious here uh, in your personal journey you know like from where you coming from where you are at the moment has any particular religious teaching or philosophies help you get through the stuff i don't know like uh, but i read shrimad bhagavad gita obviously and it changed my perception like when i was talking previously about that thing na if we see a bigger picture like what is the purpose of life and why yeah. are we here what are we doing here so that all came from that particular book or uh, so wahi hai ki it makes us question ki okay i am feeling bad right now and i might feel this way for two hours or three hours or two days or two months but that is okay like i have a bigger duty i can say according to religion i have a bigger duty i have to take care of my actions i have to do things for betterment of the society so if i look at a bigger picture my sadness is so 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 trivial so it makes me feel better so i try to relate whatever is written in that book with my real life and it makes difference i am not saying ki it will work for everyone or everyone should read that or not it's a choice i am not a religious person i don't i'm not active you know i'm i don't participate in any religious activity as such but at the same time i believe that book is written so well and it can teach you stuff so that yeah. and and uh, what do you mention you know like it, it can be explained like uh, so let's say you uh, go to google and you search uh, let's say google stock or alphabet stock okay for the last one month you may see a lot of you know variations like a lot of ups yeah, and downs right. ups and downs but you when mm-hmm. you zoom out when you see you know last mm-hmm. five year growth you will see it yeah. going you yeah. know like growing like this there may be yeah, a lot right, of downs right. and ups or stuff but uh-huh. you know like when you zoom it out you see yeah gradual growth i guess yes exactly and i guess that was the core essence of what you were saying that you know like maybe sometimes we just need to zoom it out a little bit and see you know the bigger Haan, picture yeah need to see a bigger picture ki theek hai it let's say if i am feeling bad because a friend of mine is mad at me for example right yeah. so it is making me feel very bad but ultimately if i see a like bigger picture maybe that friend is like uh, she cares about me but we are just having this minor issue or maybe she does not understands me and even if she leaves it won't matter it won't affect me it won't affect my life in a bad way so if i see a bigger picture lagega ki okay it's okay if this particular incident happened i think i need to move on like so i guess that helps in certain scenarios and because we were discussing about you know uh, religion a little bit i Yes, my experience is going to be relevant, and you know, I have seen this with myself and a lot of other other people. That what these tough times or bad times, not again particular illnesses, but just again, you know, tough and bad times. What they do is they either push, you, so you know, they amplify your beliefs. You either start doubting everything, or you start, you know, like mm-hmm. being a hardcore religious everything. person, or you know, a totally atheist kind of person. So with me, uh, a lot of 
the initiation of my bad phase was for a long time i lived a life where i was looking for acceptance from others and i was trying to be something just to you know like please others i did not know what i wanted to be but i thought i just wanted to be what everybody wants me to be like a high achiever mm-hmm. a good academic person a good sports person a good public speaker and all that kind of stuff and in that case obviously society wanted me to be a religious person so i was a religious person i, I was a really you know hardcore religious person but then a lot of things happened in my life that obviously were out of my control and that you know like pushed me to an extreme end where i started kind of hating stuff like for good two years i was an atheist and i used to mm-hmm. you know like really hate the uh, even the questioning of the whole religion and all that stuff but anyway uh the more i started accepting myself who i am or you know like being curious about okay let me see there are these 10 philosophies that i think i like let me pick out the best and see if it works for me right so you, uh, i did it this way and i saw you know like stoicism and buddhism have been philosophies that i mostly relate to and again what i have seen is because i have read bhagavad gita and a lot of other hindu texts in mm-hmm. my childhood i've been reading textbook buddhism for past few months nowadays i have read a couple of philosophies again obviously i'm a reader most of the religions or philosophies talk about the same thing yeah in different languages yeah in different languages in different in, words in a different way yeah yeah in a different way and again you know a lot yeah. of times certain philosophies might choose to ignore talking about certain topics that also i have seen but like you mentioned you know uh, in the case you mentioned that my friend is really mad at me and we are going through you know like a bad friendship phase let's say and this is probably going to end our friendship and in buddhism there's a you know concept of impermanence like you know what everything is impermanent and it is going to end even if it is you even if, even if it's your mm-hmm. relationship even if it's your achievement everything yeah right everything is mm-hmm. going success. to success success failures everything and that kind of gives you a peace and you know acceptance that it's okay let me zoom out let me see you know mm-hmm. 3 years from now maybe this is not even going to affect me matter yeah right so we keep you know uh, we keep bothering ourselves and we keep torturing ourselves for things which don't even matter in a long run and ye, that we get to know only if we try to see a bigger picture in yeah. that particular moment it seems so big to us ki oh my god i should feel bad about it but technically it's not that big we make that big so it's all about our perception and the way i you know the way we are trying to look at things so if we try to change that it can change and, a lot yeah a, a part of you know because we talked about education what i consider personally what i consider education is not agreeing to what others are telling you but doing your own experimentation and finding out what works for you best exactly being aware of of your being thoughts aware. or aware of everything because then again you any person who is atheist or a religious person or a believer or a spiritual or whatever label you want to put yourself 
you have certain principles and philosophies you live live your life by certain beliefs mm-hmm. certain you know thought mm-hmm. that and testing out different philosophies that you know like do i relate more to stoicism do i relate more to hedonism do i relate more to certain kind of other philosophy i guess that is kind of really really significant in terms of growing as a community not just personal self mm-hmm. what what are your thoughts about this kind of an experimentation where you know like you question everything like uh, so you you question about uh, okay you need to find a partner why do i need to find a partner why can't i just live alone or you mm-hmm. question that you know what you need to have savings or retire at the age of 65 or earn this much amount and you constantly mm-hmm. question almost everything in your life because everything that we learn is given by someone else mm-hmm. what are your views about uh, you know living life with this kind of a curiosity i guess it is good to question things like uh, see we have a particular set of things which we are following let's say ki you should be completing your graduation by 25 you should be married by 30 you should be having a kid by 35 you should be retired by 60 who made this timeline like right we made that people made that and now we are asked forcing literally forcing other people to follow that it should yeah. be the case like if i say if i am here for 60 years it should be up to me how i want to spend these 60 years i don't want to fall in that timeline so it should be a very subjective thing and not a generalized thing but we have made it generalized and people who are not able to complete their graduation by 25 or get married by 30 we make them feel bad about it ki oh my god you are 35 and you are still not married so what so that is something which i don't appreciate and i believe ki obviously like why should we follow you know somebody else or things which has been decided by other fellows as well भगवान ने एक बुक नहीं लिखा है वहां पे दैट वी आर फॉलोइंग एवरीथिंग दैट गॉड हैज रिटन यू आर सपोज यू शुड बी गेट मैरिड बाय 25 गॉड डिडंट टेल अस राइट सो लाइक व्हाट्स द पॉइंट वी मेड दैट रूल नोबडी मेड दैट रूल बुक वी आर जस्ट प्रिटेंडिंग दैट देयर इज अ रूल बुक एंड वी आर फॉलोइंग दैट ब्लाइंडली एंड वी डोंट नो हु रोट दैट बुक सो दैट इज वेरी स्टूपिड थिंग टू डू सो अगेन अ काइंड ऑफ अ आई डोंट नो just just a curious question curious question uh harshita 10 years ago versus harshita now uh what has been one or two really kind of you know unique view points that you have seen you, you know being changed in yourself what the kind of beliefs that you had 10 years ago versus you have now after going through and being through and doing whatever you have done in the last one decade I think I gained confidence because I used to be a very very shy kid. Forget ten years, even five years ago, I was very shy kind of person. You know, who could not express, who could not talk to people, who could not meet people. But now I am pretty much like I am very expressive. Uh, even if it is a bad thing or good thing, I tell people. Like I tell people if I like them. I tell people if I don't like them. So. that expression makes me feel much 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 better and it makes me feel confident so if i let's say if i have crush on someone i straightly like go and text that person i am feeling this is a way for you that's it so 
I think that thing changed in last ten years, or like I I think I'm evolving, yeah, day by day. Like if we talk about the purpose of life, if we talk about God, or if we talk about even politics, like it is changing. I don't know. I don't know what else. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Every everyone evolves, and I was just being curious about you know uh, obviously because you mentioned that you did. But the major any... changes in my personality only. Like I was very shy, underconfident, insecure kid, but now I am not. Like I am pretty much comfortable with myself. This is how I am, and this is how I will be, whether you like it or not. And now yeah. I can go and talk to people. I I I like meeting new people. I like talking to strangers. I go out and I interact uh, because I like listening to their stories. Everyone has a story to tell. So yeah, did, I did like the interaction happen, part more. Did it happen because you went through therapy and all of that? It. I don't know because first of all, it's my profession requirement. I need to know <laughs> how to interact with people. That is the only way. Okay, uh, you know, I can make money. So that was one of the reasons. And other than that, because obviously, I I didn't like myself like ten years ago. Yeah, I was not comfortable with myself. And self love is something like it should be your priority. Because if I won't love myself, if I won't like myself, why yeah. someone else will? So that is a second question. So obviously, to improve, like to be confident about myself, to fall in love with myself, I did all this thing. Now I like myself, and Because everyone the... else. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because on the same similar note, you know, like when I think about my. uh like depression phase i i call it phase because it was a phase for me it it could be an illness for other people again it's a subjective thing it was a phase for me or when i talk about my uh when i consider my anxiety attacks and that disorders and issues and everything uh i i feel kind of really grateful about all of that happened to me because that gave yeah. me like again I, i'm not uh in a position where i'm attaching to my you know like illness i'm not being you know like i want to be that but but it just that it changed me so much in the positive direction yeah like again it teaches I, you a lot of things if i zoom in if i see you know those periods where i did not even wake up from bed i'd be so you know like terrible or discouraged at the moment but if i zoom it out i see there were you know like periods of this much and then it was like this mm-hmm. so it does change you like overall it teaches a lot of things like i recently wrote a post about a letter to my depression so usme i wrote the same thing ki because of you thank you for teaching me that you know people can't always be there for you and people won't understand you when it's your own journey you have to battle it alone and all that shit so yeah like there are there is you know always another side of the story so every bad experience is you know making you feel bad but at the same time it is teaching you how to go through this or to process this and how the reality is how the people are so i think it is good in that way we can say uh again because you mentioned that you have somewhat religious beliefs although you don't consider yourself a religious person uh I was really yeah. Tell me, tell me. No, no, no. Nothing, nothing. Okay, so uh, this one, you know, it, it was a really 
insightful statement uh, so there's this author or spiritual teacher called, uh, named gabriel bernstein she has written books super attractor universe as your bag judgment detox she she is like really amazing kind of teacher and she talks about spirituality god higher power and she mentions that if you become vocal or if you choose and decide to become vocal about mental health or helping people with their spirituality or you know, like in in these kind of relevant fields you may find yourself in dark phases more often than other people because only then you will know how to help people more hmm so it was really scary for me at the first that you know what oh maybe god is going to put me more in the depressing phases you know because dark phases no, because only no. then how will you know i'll know how to help others but it also gives me kind of an acceptance that you know what yes i might be having more experiences like these more often than other people because only that's how i'm going to help others and i i personally i that's how i choose to uh live my life to you know like being in service what are your yeah the only this? way to be i guess the only way you know uh, you can be relatable to others if you had the same journey so yeah. i believe like even if let's say we have a volunteer we have a person we have a friend who tries his best to you know be a good person be a good friend while we are having all these issues but at the same time he has not experienced it and obviously it's good that he has not experienced it but at the same time even if he is trying to understand i believe i don't know like if it is true or not but only people who have gone through it are able to understand it like completely yeah so this is what sums up have have you felt broken no do you feel people are broken no. or get broken yeah i have seen people going through that but uh, it didn't happen with me because uh, i never thought about it intentionally but again something that i read recently that uh, a really good mental health practice is realizing that you are not broken you were never broken you are just trying to realize your way of working mm-hmm. what what thought comes to your mind when i say this i don't know like i never thought about it i, I don't i know that i am not broken and i never went through that phase but i have seen people uh, and i know it is very painful it is very transforming but i i just don't know because you know the word broken usually so i i have seen because i have worked with a lot of people you know not in the mm-hmm. mental illness kind of zone but people who were yeah in general aware yeah. with their mental health mm-hmm. right a lot of people treating themselves as scarred that they have a scar now and it's going to stay with them it's about trauma to... i guess hey, it's about trauma you had a trauma you had a traumatic event in your life and uh, scar is something you know which remains after the healing thing right 
so if i say ki something bad happened in my life right and now i have moved on and i am trying to get better but at the same time i have that scar that means i still have those memories and those flashbacks where you know i go back to that phase so i think that is pretty normal it happens to every trauma case trauma we all get traumatized at some point like minor trauma major trauma it depends i guess but yeah yeah so, so that scar thing references uh, it is representing I, that residual uh, mm-hmm. thing okay so why so I, it's I not about broken is something major thing broken is something you just cannot be back on your feet again broken is in that reference ki if i say i am broken like i am completely hopeless and nothing can you know get better that is broken being traumatized being hurt that is pretty normal that is pretty natural and i think at some point we all go through that phase so possibly uh yeah when you when you mention you know like all of us get traumatized at some point or the other so i i smiled a little bit because i talked about this with my therapist on in you know this interview session so i i asked her that i have seen people who had really really great loving families but again the friend i was talking about she had anorexia although she grew up in a really loving family i have seen people who had amazing intentional teachers but again they went they grew up with certain limiting or guilt provoking behaviors mm-hmm. beliefs and you know uh, she and i kind of made a conclu- made a conclusion that uh, no matter how intentional we are <laughs> we are going to mess up our kids in some way or the other <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thought yeah, about that? It can happen. It actually, it is happening. So, and you know, it's not always about intention. Maybe, like, let's say, if I say he. uh if i have kids i'll take care of their mental health right but at the same time it will require my constant efforts and not just yeah. mine it will require like school and coaching yeah. and my like other family members as well so mai akele i just cannot take control of somebody's life and uh, make everything right because our life is influenced by so many factors our yeah. relationships our friendships people we interact with on a daily basis or like where we work or where we study where we live like even in a country like india so even that is influencing us some ways so it cannot yeah. be controlled you just can't control and make everything perfect all you can do is ki you try to learn how to deal with imperfection in a happy way or in a normal way or in a good way yeah trying to be the best we can offer i i guess that that's pretty much it mhm and then again yeah. having them uh, you know like making therapy accessible to them not just therapy therapy is like in the management part like I, as i told you and therapy is not the only solution If oh yeah we have social yeah. factors if if let's say if i have trigger points at my workplace so like everything is affecting everything 
right yes. so we just can't say ki uh, popping a pill or going to a therapy will cure everything there are so many factors which are responsible for mental health issues so there are so many factors which can make it better so we need to work on them like one by one what we should be doing is ki apart from this management part we should be focusing more on prevention part i believe so yeah and we should normalize I, it yeah like yeah that, that, it that irritates me it irritates me whenever i hear this thing ki i am sorry i can't talk about it and how will people react and it irritates me seriously yeah i, I can imagine can imagine anyway <laughs> nonetheless uh the, this uh, did you just realize that we like crossed two hours in this conversation <laughs> i never realized when i'm talking you know yeah. having a conversation uh just before you know, like me we move on from this whole conversation uh you mentioned about talk to heal that that's the word yeah so can you can you uh, like give a little uh, like brief description about it like how can i person approach to that community and anything around that so uh, so far we had been organizing all these meetups in jaipur only because i live okay. here but now we are trying to scale it up so we are you know planning to organize these meetups in various cities as well we are not doing it online i know it will improve our accessibility and approachability but uh, zoom sessions are kind of ruining the whole purpose of providing that safe space so <laughs> i believe it's better if it is done uh, in person so okay. if somebody wants to be a part of it they are more than welcome they can approach me on my instagram and uh, yeah we can see what you know what can be done like if we can manage a meeting or anything so so uh, yeah i i'll put the link in the description of this uh, whole video uh, yeah anyway if uh, anybody has a question they want to ask harshita uh, just like mention in the comments and i'll try my best to reach out to harshita and we'll see uh, when we can have a chance to have this conversation once again i believe yeah yeah sure like i am up for all the questions and uh, even for like patient queries as well so if you have any queries feel free to contact me for the same awesome uh, thank you so much hashita for doing this with me and, and thank be... you for yeah inviting me most welcome and we'll see when we can get a chance to uh, do this again sometime soon Yeah sure 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 Okay then thank you we'll see you bye bye